Well, hello, this is Rudy Holland, and I want to thank you for joining us today uh, for the second of our podcast. And this, the second podcast, is just a, a continuation of introduction. Our podcast is going to be a study of the Bible and different uh, books of the Bible and various subjects uh, from the Word of God. Uh, but the first two, I'm sort of spending time just uh, introducing myself and letting you get to know who I am. Uh, our first podcast, I, I, I talked about a little bit about my heritage, being born in North Carolina, down in the tobacco, tobacco farming area, and uh, moving to Lynchburg, living as a neighbor to Dr. Fall, Jerry Falwell, attending Commerce Road, and, and being the last of my family to come to know the Lord. And, uh, in a revival meeting, was um, being held by Brother Lester Roloff at the Thomas Road Baptist Church in 1965. How that I went away to Tennessee Temple uh, and met a young lady who became my wife. And um, we left the school expecting our first child after being there five years and went to uh, the city of Roanoke, actually to Salem, and there began a ministry, the Berean Baptist Church, stayed there for 19 years, and then pastored three other churches, retired in, in uh, 2014. And after I retired, uh, the Lord opened the door for uh, my, my wife then, she's now deceased, and I had to move to, to Florida. Uh, there was a church there, and, it, and that church, of course, is still there, who had a, a house that uh, was vacant, and they invited my wife and I, if we wanted to, to move into the house and, and uh, pay the utilities and enjoy the, the Florida weather and the Florida experience. And we, we did that, and we lived there until the death of my wife. Um, when, I, when I went to Florida, uh, I was... Uh, made the acquaintance, or renewed the acquaintance, it made, but I renewed the acquaint, uh, my acquaintance with an attorney by the name of David Gibbs III. I had known David Gibbs' father, and I had uh, also uh, had the privilege of getting to know uh, David Gibbs III in, my, in the ministry that I, that I left in, uh, in North Carolina. And upon meeting with him about some questions that I had about my ministry, legal questions, he invited me to travel with him and, and uh, do seminars with him. So I, after much prayer and consideration, I agreed to do that, keeping my Sunday schedules and my preaching schedules as I had already scheduled, but traveling with him and during the week doing seminars. After the seminars were finished, and he later invited me to become the ministerial representative of National Center for Life and Liberty. That is the organization that uh, he had founded to come alongside churches and assist them in uh, being able to carry out uh, the Great Commission and, and to be uh, a legal aid to them um, to protect the, the religious liberties. I thought about it for some time, met with him several times, and, uh, and along with the, the CFO, 
of the organization at that time, Jonathan Bailey, and felt led of the Lord to, to join him with the understanding that um, I would keep preaching revivals, missions, conferences, and I would preach wherever I went, whatever message God laid on my heart, but I would also uh, represent National Center for Life and Liberty. And so today, for this second podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the need in these days in which we live to be prepared for the persecution, the attacks, the challenges that will come uh, to the Lord's church, to God's people, just because of the, the trend of our society and um, really the attacks that are now being, uh, being launched uh, upon churches all over our country. And think back to the early church in the days of, of the apostles in the book of Acts. And as I think back over uh, those early days of the, of the church, there were several things that, that uh, characterized those churches. And um, they, they were certainly filled with the power of God and, and uh, knew the, the power of, of the Holy Spirit upon the ministry of that early church. They were given to preaching and praying and personal soul winning, and but they also suffered great, greatly persecution from the powers that were basically and and uh, the Roman Empire to quiet their voice and stop their proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, the real philosophy of that day was that the only Lord was to be Caesar. Caesar is Lord. Was what they they wanted the the people to cry. However, these early believers said, No, Jesus is Lord. And it was their philosophy of of Christ first and the fact that Jesus was the only way of salvation. And the gospel message that literally, literally brought the wrath of, of the, the emperors and the rulers on that early church. May I suggest to you that the reason why the church today is undergoing such scrutiny, is undergoing such uh, attacks, is that there is a philosophy in our land that says government is Lord, <laughs> not God. Matter of fact, we've done everything in our society to expel God from our society and to crown government as Lord over all of our aspects of our life. So it's very necessary that we, we, uh, we have some understanding about uh, the, uh, the position of the church and to learn how to, to stand for what's right, but also to stand right. That is, stand with the right attitude and a right motivation and to be sure that we are displaying 
the, the character of the Lord Jesus. You know, when the early church was undergoing such persecution, in the book of Acts in chapter 4 and verse number 29, there is a statement made by Peter, and he said, And, and now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. The ministry of NCLL is to assure churches, to ensure Christians that they can speak boldly the word of God. Now that may mean that there are some persecutions and some and some challenges that come because we do. But we must always remember that God be true and every man a liar. In other words, we can not but speak that which God has given us to speak. And so NCLL is an organization, yes, made up primarily of attorneys. I'm the only pastor on staff that, um, that, that help churches to carry out their God-given purpose and calling to preach the truth and stand for the truth of the Word of God. Let me quickly just give you sort of a quick outline of, of what NCLL does. Uh, we help prepare churches to face the challenges of the day. And we do that by helping them un, uh, have a, a clear understanding that their documents of governance, their bylaws and the such, need to reflect their beliefs. And that those beliefs and those, those standards, if you please, need to, need to be reiterated according to the changes of the, within the culture. Sometimes I'm afraid we think we can just say we believe this and that makes it so. Well, it may, and even if it comes from the pages of the Holy Scriptures, we need to reiterate that in our bylaws so that if we're questioned, there'll be no question that that is what we believe and that's how we operate. The second thing um, we do is uh, at, at NCLL or actually I should say they do because this doesn't include me, is that we, uh, we become your, your personal attorney. That is the church's personal attorney. Um, we'll look over the documents of your church for you. We, we litigate or defend or prosecute, whatever's necessary to protect religious liberty and assure you that you can carry out your God-given calling. Now, somebody said, well, aren't we to obey those that have authority over us and obey the laws and, uh, and government? Yes, we are. Certainly, Romans chapter 13 teaches that very clearly. But, but we need to understand that that which governs us as Americans is not a person. It's not a position. It's the Constitution. And so if we need to understand that the First Amendment of the Constitution protects our religious liberty, the free exercise thereof, and the establishment of our religious beliefs. 
So we, we're governed by the Constitution. And the problem that we have is that we have those who distort and have changed and, uh, the Constitution and tried to make it something that it is not. And so it is important that you have, we have attorneys and we have people who can translate what our not only God-given rights, but also our rights guaranteed us by the Constitution can be translated into our protection so that we can carry on the ministry God's given us. And thirdly, at NCLL, we also will provide private legal advice for, for pastors, for churches, congregations, and this is becoming more and more needed as we live in a in a, a a society that is given to suing people many times without cause. So I close out this podcast by challenging you, challenging you, pray for National Center for Life and Liberty. We have just recently taken on taken on representing some 1,500 churches that are going through some real challenges regarding the matter of their their core beliefs. And um, so uh, the demands on, on our attorneys are just uh, um, unbelievable. So pray for us, would you? Would you pray for David Gibbs III? Pray for, for Jonathan Bailey and the other two men who are leading that um, on the the organization. Pray for all of our other attorneys. You may not know their names and all of our support staff and the paralegals that are on staff now. Pray that God would help us to be instruments to protect the religious liberties that we hold so dear. I want to thank you for letting me share with you today. And I, I know I didn't do much of a Bible study, but I but I wanted to, you to know who I am and what I do. I travel every week and speak in churches all over America. This week I will leave and will be gone for eight days and speak in five churches. And so we're busy. We're out there trying to encourage pastors. We're trying to, uh, to be a blessing uh, to churches and to help them stay in the fight. It's our prayer that God will use us in some small way to help carry out the ministry of presenting the gospel of the Lord Jesus to a lost and dying world. God bless you today. I want to thank you again for, uh, for tuning in. And uh, do uh, tune, tune in again for our next podcast. We'll begin our study in the book of Philippians. I'm looking forward to that. I love that book. It's the book that I go to when I'm facing challenges and difficulties in my life. Four short chapters, just full of great blessings and great encouragement for all of us. Until the next time, this is Rudy Holland saying God bless you. Have a great day and goodbye.